This is Discover Your Dog, the show that demystifies your dog's behavior so you can get the very best results from your dog training. This show is brought to you by FamilyDogFusion.com. For professional advice, dog training tips, ebooks, and a video to teach your dog how to walk on a leash, go to FamilyDogFusion.com and sign up for your free membership today. There are so many dogs in this world. I get a call every now and then from an owner who has had the same dog every time they've gotten a dog. All that owner's life, they kept getting the same breed, the same dog. And then all of a sudden, they've never seen this dog act this way. Those past dogs were amazing. Never any problems, never did the things that this current dog is doing now. My comment typically is, well, you finally got the dog that fits the normal behavior of that breed. We would love for you to join our community of dog lovers. Log on to Facebook and search for our business page, Family Dog Fusion. There you will get updates as to what's going on with our dog loving family and friends from all over the world. See events, our travels, or just information that you may need about the podcast, our book, or the new products we'll be releasing. That's Family Dog Fusion on Facebook. See you there. This is Benny Copeland, and you are listening to Discover Your Dog, the show that twists the way you think dogs should behave into the fact that you need to learn how to communicate better. I train people to train their dogs. I teach dogs to be dogs. And just like you, the listener, I am a dog lover. Well, you finally got the normal dog of that breed. All of those other dogs may have had the traits, but either you don't remember all that crap you went through when they were young, or they just really have a big differing personality. And you don't have the time to put in this dog like you once had when you were single when you didn't have the 2.5 kids or the bills to pay. Now you just got the dog you wanted and not the time you need to put into training. Why doesn't she just behave like the last one? Let's decipher this right after this. Do you love what you hear in all of these podcasts? Does what Benny say just make sense to you? Well, if you want a more in-depth understanding of what it means when we say demystify your dog's behavior, then you need to go to amazon.com and get Benny's book, Family Dog Fusion. Yes, we named the book after the website because we wanted things to be simple to remember. And most of all, we really want to fuse your dog into your family. In these few pages, Benny has decoded dog behavior. He's found a way to make what he has learned over the past 20 years of his life make sense when it comes to communicating with your dog. Also, the great thing about this book is you can mark up the pages, highlight the important stuff, bend the heck out of the spine even if you want to. It's yours. So we suggest to do all those things and then give it away and buy a new book when that happens. Family Dog Fusion on Amazon.com. Get your copy today. So that's really interesting because I typically have found that even 
some of the same breeds do have differing temperaments. I know when I first started doing this, I really got into temperament testing of dogs where I would go out to um, a whelping box or a litter, a young litter, and usually as early as seven weeks old, I could tell you what the temperament of the dog could be by little tests that I did, things that I did, and observing the dogs within their litter mates. Um, And sometimes I could even tell that within the same litter, a dog with a different color had some very specific traits. And I say that because just because um, the labs, for example, there are chocolate, yellow, and black labs, and they have very specific traits within their color. Uh, I'm not going to get into all of that, but um, when we do talk about the labs, I'll do a breed-specific show. Uh, I will talk about that at that point. But just because of their different coloring, they do have very specific traits. Also size. I mean, if you think about that, there are, there are a few breeds of dogs that come in different sizes. For example, the poodle comes into the mini or toy, the miniature and the standard. So they have different sizes and those different size dogs have very differing temperaments and differing habits, some different traits as well. So just because a dog is a same breed doesn't always necessarily mean that it's going to have those same that same temperament. I mean, it's just like kids. You put, you have a group uh, or or someone has five kids or the two point five kids we talked about earlier, and you're going to find that those kids have very different personalities. My girlfriend Tam has twins, and her twins have very different personalities. Um, and that's, uh, you know, they're twins. They should be exactly the same, right? So the other thing is just because you had a dog that behaved well in the past does not mean that every dog's going to behave that way or behave the same way. I even get people that get a totally different breed of dog and they'll start to blame it on the new breed or it's a rescue dog. So it just doesn't know how to behave or, you know, this is what I hear all the time. And the truth is that you have to put the time into the dog and you have to be aware of why the dog's behaving in those ways in order to be able to fix it or to do things, um, that can help that dog be a good part of the family and to communicate that to that dog what the rules are and how it's supposed to behave. Um, so many times I've had to tell clients, please stop comparing this dog to your other dog because you're never going to get the same thing. Once you can kind of get over that, then you'll start to be able to understand your dog a little bit better, better and maybe even get it to the point where you want it to be. Also, think about yourself. You know, I said earlier, you don't have the time when you were single and you didn't have the kids or the bills, but not just that, your level of thinking is different. Your education now, 20 years later, is different. Your point of view about just what life means in general is very different now. So what may have been important to you 20 years ago may not be as important to you today. And I think sometimes that's why I get a call a lot of times because the people just don't have the time to put into it and yet they still want the training. It's not always about, well, this dog's misbehaving so bad. Um, but they still want that training. They still want that time put into creating the rules for their dog. 
Um, and I, you know, that's where sometimes it was uh, uh, successful for me to even have the kennel where we would take dogs because um, people just didn't have that time to be able to put in the training, but they still wanted the dog to be trained. So that's a big uh, part of it that the things that you thought were important 20 years ago or 15 years ago or when you had that last dog may have changed now. And I mean, I've talked about that many times with Beans where, you know, I used to tell Tam, never let a dog get in your bed. And all of a sudden, here I am letting this dog get in bed and even sleep with me. So that's where, um, you know, we change in our views and our point of views. Plus, your environment. Where you live may be very, very different. Uh, you may have lived in a neighborhood with a lot of activity, and now you're out uh, in the country. Um, you may have lived in the country, and now you're living in an urban environment. So your environment being very different can also uh, directly affect how your dog's behaving and the things that, um, that you know, she responds to. Like, uh, you know, when I have Dave and Judy, we talk about um, they live near a railroad track and uh, uh, sunshine sometimes gets very shaky when loud noises happen or the, the rail cars are going by or it pulls the whistle on the train. So those are the things that uh, could make those differences with the dog now. Sometimes it's important just to look around and see what's going on. You know, and like I said earlier, you just don't have the time. You know, before you had all that time and you may have even thought about what it was to have a dog and the responsibilities of having a dog. And then this dog turned into such an amazing dog that you thought, well, I'll just go get the same breed of dog. And then all of a sudden, it's a lot of work again. And you forget all of that work that you did early on. It's so funny when I come into a home, especially a home with someone that has the same exact dog, what happens is they talk about, oh man, this dog was so perfect. We never had to do anything. And then we get to doing things with the new dog. And then all of a sudden they start to remember back all those behaviors, all those things they had to work on early on in that dog's life just to get it to be to that perfect dog for them. And and, and they'll even still forget it. They'll, they'll be telling me the stories, and then the next day I might come in, or the next time I come in, I'll remind them of that story, and they go, huh, that didn't, no, my dog never did that, you know, kind of thing. So, it's just one of those things that we, we work with the dog in a way, and, and your dog starts to behave and become a good part of your life and a part of your family, and then you forget all that work that you put into up front with the dog. And the other thing that, you know, if you typically think that every dog of every breed or even from the same litter should act the same, you really do need to research that breed. I mean, typically, if someone did the research on the breed or if I was to bring them a magazine or something to show them the temperament of that dog or if I had done a podcast on it, I can guarantee you when I start talking about that breed of dog and some of their temperaments and some of their, you know, some of the traits that do are distinct for that dog, people start to realize why the dog's doing the things that it's doing, you know, why their dog is now actually behaving this way. And they had never done the research before because the dog was very good. They did their work early and the dog behaved and did, you know, and wanted to do things. And then they get one with an actual personality that wants to 
show a little more independence. And then all of a sudden they're getting the dog that actually was uh, of the breed and temperament that it was supposed to be where they didn't have that before. So it's definitely something when you know the breed that you're getting into, and it's really interesting and why I'm really looking forward to doing the uh, particular breed of dog podcast. Like I've already done the Jack Russell Terrier and I've already done the Chihuahua. And uh, like I said, I'm going to do, um, do the, um, podcast of labs with Dave and Judy. Um, I've got a couple clients that have beagles and they've, they've also said that they would like to be a part of that. So we're going to do these very specific breed specific shows and I'm really excited to do that. But what I want, what, what that's going to help with is that research to really understand that when you get into a specific breed of dog or you're starting to understand that breed, you're going to know a lot of times that's going to tell you why the dog's behaving the way it is. Um, you know, there's a lot of traits bred into dogs. I guarantee you when I had Gabby, she was a border collie. She definitely needed a lot of work. I mean, we were always constantly training her and teaching her new stuff because that kind of became her job is that she would just do new things all the time or learn something new. And I remember one time going to a going to a field and there were a bunch of cows out there and she's just looking at these cows. And I was like, man, if I let her just let her loose, she'd probably herd up all those cows. And the truth is, she might have done that. It so was so bred into her and the place that we got her, we actually went back a couple times and he showed us this guy, what he would do is he would have a litter of puppies. Then he would sell some of the puppies and the ones he didn't sell, he would actually train them to be herding dogs, to herd sheep or cattle or whatever. And then uh, he would sell them for a hundred times more than what he was selling or 10 times more than what he was selling them to um, you know, just the public as puppies. And this is how this guy made a living. He had a whole barn. He had like 30 dogs and he could call out any one dog and it would come out and do its thing. And so that's, that's kind of the thing with uh, a specific breed. Even if you did your research at that time, there's a lot of stuff that changes um, through the process of us, you know, as humans learning about dogs and, you know, the domestication of dogs. And the more and more that we learn, there are new things that pop up about specific breeds and things like that that would really help you if you even continued to do your research or did new research, um, even if it's the same breed that you've had all the time. So really, if you look at that, most times, and, and what I'm like, what I'm excited about and why I'm doing this show is that dogs do have different temperaments. You can have a whole group of dogs and you're going to see uh, different personalities, different temperaments, uh, different emotions with dogs. Um, and even though they have some of those base traits, you're going to find that uh, no matter what, they are, they are always going to have their unique personalities, which makes it fun owning a dog and having a dog and training and working with them. So, in summary, today we talked about dogs with different personalities, emotions, and temperaments. You discovered that all dogs are different, and just because two dogs are of the same breed, they will never be the same dog. You also learned that even dogs from the same litter or lineage can be extremely different. Thank you. If you would like to contact us, we have a link on our website, 
familydogfusion.com. We would love to hear your opinion and we value your feedback. So again, familydogfusion.com. Or if you just want to send us a direct message, you can do that via email. It goes to familydogfusion at gmail.com. Your comments are important to us and help us with future shows. Thank you for listening to our show. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast and share it with your friends and family. Also, go ahead and give us a five-star review because it helps others find our show. And frankly, we just love to read them. This show is produced by Eric Jayner and show notes are created by Carissa Dolan. Thank you to all of the Family Dog Fusion team and our affiliate sponsor, Healthy Paws Pet Insurance. For your free pet insurance quote, go to familydogfusion.com slash insurance. And go to familydogfusion.com and sign up for your free membership today. Be impeccable with your dogs.